what's good everyone and welcome back to the Mayo Media Network. My name's Griffin Swanson. Today I'm going to be breaking down that Thursday night football game between the Denver Broncos and the Cleveland Browns. As always, I got a couple of prize picks that I like here for this game and then we're going to go ahead and dive into my spreadsheet breaking down that DraftKings showdown slate. But before I do that, don't forget to like this video here and subscribe to the channel. The Mail Media Network has football content coming out all season long, Monday through Sunday, and you don't want to miss out on any of that. And for you podcast people, you can head on over to the Apple Pods or Spotify, find all the content there, and leave a five-star review while you're at it. Now, I'm not going to lie, this is a pretty fucking gross game here that I have to cover. We got a lot of guys who are listed as out already, another handful of guys who are listed as questionable. So I'm going to do my best to give you the information that I know about this game as of today. But just know there's probably going to be a lot of game time decisions here for Thursday night. So we're actually going to have to wait and see who's in this game and who's listed as out. But with that being said, let's go ahead and dive into it here, kicking it off with a couple of prize picks. All right, so we're over on the prizepicks.com website here now and for those of you who have not signed up for prize picks and you want to do so make sure you use code mmn upon sign up for up to a 100 match deposit it is legit free money house money that you're playing with as soon as you put your deposit in prize picks will match that right away and you don't have to put 100 bucks in you want to put in 50 they'll match 50 you want to put in 20 they'll match 20 just make sure you're using code mmn mail media network upon sign up to get that match deposit now with that being said, the first pick that I like is actually right behind my head there. Dearness Johnson. I'm going to take the under on that rushing prop. This dude only has three rushing attempts so far this year, and over the course of a three-year NFL career, he's only topped that number once. Now, he's never really been a starting running back, so I understand that, and he might get the chance to do so here in this game against the Denver Broncos, but the Broncos are only allowing 85.5 rushing yards per game to opposing running backs the fourth least in the NFL. So not only has this guy never really been a starting running back in the NFL, he's got a really tough matchup here against the Denver Broncos. So I'm going to take the under there at 59 and a half. And then the other prop that I like in this game, we're actually going to stick on the running back side of things, but this is going to be a receiving prop here. And I like the over there for Melvin Gordon at 11 and a half receiving yards. This is a guy who has been splitting snaps with the guy right next to him, Javante Williams. So I don't love that, but both these guys are getting involved in the passing game. He's averaging just shy of three targets per game. He's got 16 through six weeks. Give him two extra targets. He's averaging three per game. But more importantly, he's averaging 19.8 receiving yards per game. And he's hit the over at 11 and a half in four of six games. And damn near five of six games back in week four against the Baltimore Ravens. He had 11 receiving yards exactly. And here's what he's had throughout the first six weeks. 38, 21, 11, 9, and 23. So pretty consistent numbers there and 11 and a half receiving yards is not a big number at all he could realistically hit the over there on one single catch but it is important that he's getting involved in the passing game like I said around three targets per game but more importantly 19.8 receiving yards per game so I'll take the over there at 11 and a half so to recap here the two picks that I like Melvin Gordon over 11 and a half receiving yards Dearness Johnson under 59 and a half receiving yards and again we can approach this two different ways the flex play or the power play if you go the power play route you will need all of your picks to hit 
but it does increase the payout. Now, again, for those of you who want to sign up for prize picks, make sure you use code MMN upon sign up for up to that $100 match deposit. Now, before we dive into my spreadsheet here, breaking down this DraftKings showdown slate, I just wanted to show you guys here what we have to work with. You can see damn near every one of these top tier guys have a questionable tag next to them or already listed as out. So it's going to be tough to work with. Obviously, it's going to be one of those things where we're probably going to have to wait and see who's in and who's out of this game, uh, but doesn't look very good here as of right now. Once we get past Landry, it looks a little bit better, but then we're working with guys that we probably don't roster all that frequently. So I just wanted to peep over here to DraftKings quick and just show you that this slate is gross in general, and so we're probably going to have to get creative with the way that we build our lineups. All right, now diving into the spreadsheet here, as always, going to kick things off in the top left-hand corner with those Vegas odds. You can see the Browns here are favored to win at home with a minus 165 money line and a minus three and a half point spread and then the over under there at 42 points this definitely could be a gross game a sloppy game in general especially if a lot of those players do end up being out in this game uh, but that's what we have to work with here and that's what we're going to break down in this spreadsheet but before we do that I got these showdown stats here from 2020 as well let's pop on over to this other sheet I'll go through these pretty quickly here there's six different stats that we have from 2020 and this is in regards to the top 1% of showdown lineups from last year. So take a screenshot of these, do whatever you want with them. But number one here, 92% of all showdown lineups rostered at least one quarterback. And of the top 1% of lineups, 96% had a quarterback rostered as well. Number two, 33% of all lineups rostered a wide receiver at captain. And of the top 1% of lineups, 31.4% did as well. Number three, 57% of the top 1% of lineups rostered a captain from the team favored to win. So in this example here, for this Thursday night game, the Cleveland Browns. Number four, run it back. An opposing quarterback, wide receiver, or tight end was included in 88.9% of winning lineups that rostered a quarterback, wide receiver, or tight end from the other team at captain. Number five, ignore defense and kickers in the captain spot. Very rarely does that work. Only 1.1% of the time last year in the top 1% of lineups. And number six, and this might be the exception here in a gross game like this, but do not play more than two kickers or defenses in the same lineup. Usually one is fine. But all right, let's go ahead and dive into my favorite plays here. As always, I'm going to list out a captain from both sides of this game. I've been doing it all season long. I'm going to continue to do it going forward. Now on the Broncos side of things here, I like Cortland Sutton. He's the best overall play on this slate, especially with so many guys banged up or not even going to play in this game. No Nick Chubb, no Kareem Hunt, and Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. are both questionable too. So Sutton is basically the best overall play here on this slate. He's had three really solid outings this year, scoring 23.4, 27.9, and 28 DraftKings points. That's really the ceiling that you're looking for, especially in a game like this in the captain spot, and he leads the team for the Broncos in both air yards and targets. Now, he is rather expensive here, but there's a lot of low-priced options to where we can pay up for a guy like Cortland Sutton, and that's the route that I want to go for this Thursday night game. Now, if we get word here on Thursday night that OBJ and or Landry are going to play in this game and get a full set of snaps, I certainly don't mind them in the captain spot for the Browns, but assuming they're limited or even out in this game, I like Donovan Peoples-Jones here, the wide receiver for the Browns, 
I actually came across a statistic when I was building up this spreadsheet here, and of all wide receivers in the NFL, Peoples-Jones here has the best contested catch percentage going 9 for 9 this year, and the best passer rating when targeted at 158.3. That definitely should not go unnoticed. No, he's not going to lead the team in air yards or targets this year. Well, I guess if OBJ and Landry remain on the IR, then he very well could, but he's not the number one wide receiver when those guys are healthy, but he certainly could be in this game here against the Denver Broncos, assuming those guys are limited and or out in this game, and I do like his upside as well. He actually had a really good game just last week, had five targets in that game against Arizona, four catches, 101 receiving yards, two touchdown catches, and 29.1 DraftKings points, so the ceiling is definitely there, which is why I like him in the captain spot. Like I said, this is probably going to be a gross game in general, so targeting two guys who have a pretty solid ceiling is the route that I want to go when it comes to my captain plays. Now, hopping on down here to my favorite flex plays, we're going to kick it off there with Teddy Bridgewater, and look, I don't mind Baker Mayfield here, it's just the questionable tag and him battling that torn labrum is really concerning. I almost hope that Case Keenum starts in this game, because I would not mind rostering him, but we just don't know if that's going to happen or not, probably until about an hour and a half before kickoff on Thursday night. With that being said, I do like Teddy Bridgewater here. I always go back to this first stat, 96% of the top 1% of lineups last year rostered a quarterback, so we're probably going to need one here again. Maybe it is that 4% outlier where we don't need it in this game, but Teddy's played pretty damn well here this year. Played well in four of six games, to be exact. Averaging 22.39 DraftKings points per game in those four games. Topping 20 DraftKings points in every one. I think one was 19.5 DraftKings points, but I'm going to round up. And the Browns are allowing 24.3 DraftKings points per game to opposing quarterbacks this year. The fourth most in the NFL. So if Teddy is healthy here, which it sounds like he should be, I don't mind him at this price tag of $11,000. The next guy, guys got here then is Noah Fanton. I think you could put him in the captain spot as well. Really the only other player on this Broncos offense that has shown a higher ceiling has been Cortland Sutton, but Noah Fant scored 24.7 DraftKings points just last week, had 11 targets in that game, and was just three yards shy of hitting 100 yards, getting you that three-point DraftKings bonus, and he would have had a much better day, but ultimately he does have the ceiling score that you're really looking for when rostering a captain, and even more importantly, he's second on the team here in target and getting them at a 20% rate and obviously that is with Teddy Bridgewater and if he doesn't play things could very well change but assuming that Noah Fant is healthy here he should be on the field quite a bit and be one of the top targets whoever the quarterback is Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater for the Denver Broncos and then we're going to stick with another Broncos player here for another minute I like Tim Patrick as well one of the wide receivers wide receiver number two in this offense think you could put him in the captain spot if you wanted to get a little more contrarian he's been very consistent consistent this year. However, he is not top 20 DraftKings points yet, but he has hit double-digit DraftKings points in five of six games. He's second on the team in air yards and third in targets, so this guy is getting looks, and he's getting looks down the field, which is really intriguing to me, and again, what could be a sloppy game? Maybe this is the game where he tops 20 DraftKings points and meets value for you to put him in the captain spot. Either way, I do like him at this price tag here, $7,600, and really one of the only healthy players on this Thursday night slate. And now we're going to start to mix in some of these Cleveland players here. Let me just reiterate this. If Jarvis Landry and or OBJ do play in this game, then they're by all means viable in your DraftKings lineups. I just didn't want to highlight two guys who probably have a 50-50 shot at playing in this Thursday night game. 
But if neither of them do play, that should boost David Njoku a little bit. At $5,400, not a bad price tag at all. And he's playing roughly 60% of the offensive snaps right now. If OBJ and Landry do not play, he should see more time on the field. And he's actually seen about a 14% target share as well, the fourth most on this Browns team. And again, you take away Landry, you take away OBJ, he should see more targets too. Is battling with Austin Hooper a little bit, but Austin Hooper has not looked good whatsoever ever this year and Njoku actually had himself a blow-up game back in week five against the Chargers he had seven targets in that game seven catches 149 receiving yards and a touchdown and that led to him scoring 30.9 DraftKings points not bad at all for a guy priced here at $5,400 and no I'm not expecting a 30 point performance but it shows you that he does have some decent upside at a pretty solid price tag here now I'm going to highlight these next two guys here simultaneously Demetric Felton and Dearness Johnson the two running backs that will be replacing Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, I struggle to use the word replacing, but they will be starting in their place, and they're likely going to split snaps in this game. It does sound like Dearness Johnson should be the starter here, but Demetric Felton has played more snaps than him this year. Slightly more, though, and I mean very slightly. He's played 8.5% of the offensive snaps this year, where Johnson's played 4.9%. So that's really all we have to work off of here. But if you do look at any of these DFS projection sites, they all have Dearness Johnson scoring well above Demetric Felton, but I kind of lean towards towards Felton here on this showdown. It's hard enough to get contrarian in showdown lineups as it is, but I think this is one way that we can do that. I think a lot of people are going to look at those projections and go, oh, Dearness Johnson is the guy here on Thursday night. And look, he very well could be, but I don't mind going with Felton. He's got a little more PPR upside. And we actually saw that back in week two against the Houston Texans. He only had two catches in that game, but he had 51 receiving yards and scored a touchdown from 33 yards out, finishing with 13.1 DraftKings points and that might be the outlier that you need here in a showdown like this. So like I said, it might be a coin flip between these two here, but I certainly don't mind either one at their price tag. It's probably just figuring out who's going to have a better game and who's going to play more offensive snaps. Now, as we were going through the rules earlier, one of them is don't play more than two kickers or defenses in the same lineup. Usually one is fine. Very rarely does that work. But this just might be one of those games where you can kind of double them up, two kickers or two defenses or kind of mix and match them, which is why I'm highlighting all four of them here. I think both kickers are certainly in play, and both have been pretty damn good here this year. McManus for the Denver Broncos is 12 for 12 on field goals, averaging 8.7 DraftKings points per game. McLaughlin is 9 for 9, averaging 8.3 DraftKings points per game. And then with these defenses here, I just think this could be a really sloppy game in general. And so rostering the defenses at really low price tags, a 3.4k and 3.2k definitely could come into play. I don't know if I would play both defenses in the same lineup, whereas I would not be opposed to playing both kickers, but I certainly think that one of these defenses could come into play as well. Got the Broncos at 3.4k, Browns at 3.2k, really low price tags there, and both have shown solid upside this year. That actually came back in week three for both of these teams. The Cleveland Browns playing the Chicago Bears, racked up 16 DraftKings points, and the Denver Broncos racked up 19 DraftKings points against Zach Wilson 
and the New York Jets. So a little bit of upside there. Like I said, though, should be a sloppy game in general, so I don't mind rostering one of these defenses. And then we're going to wrap it up there with Kendall Hinton, the slot wide receiver for the Denver Broncos. I was surprised he was this cheap at $2,000. I don't think he should be crazy expensive by any means, but he has clearly taken over as a slot wide receiver ever since KJ Hamler went on the IR, and he's playing around 65% of the offensive snaps now and has seen his role increase every single week. He saw three targets in weeks four and weeks five once KJ Hamler was put on the IR, scored a touchdown back in week five as well, getting 10.5 DraftKings points, and then had five targets last week, five catches, 37 receiving yards, which isn't great, but good to just see him getting looks in general and finish with 8.7 DraftKings points. So we don't need a lot for him to meet value here at $2,000, but a guy who's playing enough offensively in order for me to roster him at this price tag. All right, everyone that is going to wrap up the video here for today as always thank y'all for taking the time out of your day to watch these videos don't forget to like this video here and subscribe to the mayo media network like i said they got football content coming out monday through sunday all season long and you don't want to miss out on any of that and again for those of you who want to sign up for prize picks make sure you use code mmn upon sign up for up to a 100 dollars match deposit now this is going to be a gross thursday night game here but let's enjoy it if we can try and win some money as well i'm out of here yeah!